Hello everyone and welcome to the Lounging with Low session today. Oh, as always, I am your host, Low. I so am happy to have you guys with me here today. So we are going to go over Season 2 of Castle. Now, as a disclaimer, for those who have not watched um, Castle 2 of, uh, you know, of, of Castle Season 1 or 2, uh, I, ref have, I would implore you to refrain listening from the podcast further because, again, I'm going to do a recap, a quick small recap of Castle Season 1, and then we're going to talk about some things inside of Season 2 that I don't want to give away um, to my listeners. But if you guys have already seen Castle 2... Of season two, I'm sorry. I keep saying Castle Two. I do apologize. Um, so again, we're gonna listen to Castle Season Two. Uh, this is the first time we see an intro or like kind of like a theme going on here. So we're gonna play that small clip real quick here, and then uh, we'll um, we'll get to um, the recap here. So here is Season Two theme song of Castle. There are two kinds of folks who sit around thinking about how to kill people: psychopaths and mystery writers. I'm the kind that pays better. Who am I? I'm Rick Castle. 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 I really am ruggedly handsome, aren't I? Every writer needs inspiration, and I've found mine. Detective Kate Beckett. 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 Nikki Heath. The character he's basing on you. And thanks to my friendship with the mayor, I get to be on her case. I'd be happy to let you spank me. And together we catch killers. Make a pretty good team, you know, like Starsky and Hutch. Turner and Hooch. You do remind me a little of Hooch. All right, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you guys were able to... Get a little feel of what every episode starts with the season two. Um, so, as I mentioned, we're going to go into a quick recap for those who have already seen season one. Um, again, if you remember from my last podcast when we did the season one overview, uh, towards the end that we discovered another layer of the Kate Beckett onion, as I like to call it, of why she became a cop and a little bit of the beginning of her mother's murder. Um, and then we also discovered towards the end that we... Uh, saw that Castle open up her case and with Dr. Murray's help, which is one of the medical examiners that helped him with some of his Derek Storm novels, discovered something and was left with a cliffhanger to see if Castle and Beckett will stay together. Now, in season two, we do see Beckett back to her crime solving um, as normal, which is her job, but we still see her a little upset about Castle, you know, opening up her mom's case um, and then after the first case is done, after, you know, after the first season, they decide to reconcile with each other, and they forgive each other, and we are back to normal. Um, there are some things inside of season two that we're going to see between Castle and Beckett, you know, the, the tension between them of their quote-unquote relationship, um, and some of their jealous moments. Do I detect some jealousy? Me jealous? <laughs> Double <laughs> Um, we also see two characters uh, in the season as well, uh, Tom Deming and Sidney Perlmutter. Um, Tom Deming is a cop that works in the burglary division and has helped Beckett when, in the team with some of the cases that are involved with uh, either some of them have been or deal with the burglary or they just need an extra eyes for the case and things like that. And then again, we see Je uh, the Jealous Castle um, seeing you know, seeing Beckett with Deming and, um, obviously he puts Deming into the book of one of his, um, Nikki Heat books and is like, um, and just kills him off, but that's 
Again, that's a spoiler for one of the books, probably. Um, and then Perlmutter, Sidney Perlmutter, he's another medical examiner that has that helps um, Beckett and the team with any of the cases that Laney is not available with. And uh, I cringe every time I see him because he's just, I don't like his character. The actor that plays him is, is, is good, but I don't like his character. Um, I Like I said, I think Laney is the best medical examiner. And Tamela Jones, if you're listening, I think you're the bomb girl. <laughs> Um, in season two, we have we see a lot of familiar faces. I'm sure of all ages. Um, I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen them before. So let's go ahead and get started here. We have a lot to cover for those uh, as well. Uh, Jim O'Hare, he plays Hal Rossi in one of the season two episodes. Um, he is best known for Parks and Recreation by the name of uh, Jerry or Gary or however you want to pronounce it. I think I think it's Gary. Uh, Brendan Elliott, uh, he plays Jason Cosway. You've seen him in probably any of the Hallmark movies. Uh, Tori DeVito, she plays Sarah, uh, Sierra Godwin. Um, she is one of the doctors from Chicago MD, which I didn't realize until I kind of looked at her face after I was looking at some TikTok videos. Uh, Robert Pine, he's Gary Finnegan. Um, you've seen it for all my, um, older listeners, I should say. Um, you probably recognize him in Chips. Um, he was one of the cops there. Um, and this is another fun fact, guys. Robert Pine is actually Chris Pine. Um, that's his dad. Um, I'm not sure if you guys knew that. Um, uh, Chris Pine plays, uh, James T. Kirk from the Star Trek series that they re- that they've redone. Um, he's also in Princess Diaries Royal Engagement as well. Um, Tyler Hawklin, if I'm saying that name correctly, uh, you've seen him in Team Wolf, uh, TV series that they that they show on the TV, and also um, he plays um, Superman or Clark Kent in Supergirl. Uh, David Ramsey, he was one of the characters in Arrow. Uh, Elaine Hendricks, uh, she played Melissa Talbot. She was Meredith from The Parent Trap with uh, Natalie Richardson, Dennis Quaid, and uh, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Debbie Mazur, she plays Paula Hayes. Uh, Ryder Strong, who is Rocco Jones. He was from Boy Meets World. Uh, that's our beloved Sean. Uh, the wonderful Alyssa Milano. Uh, she plays Kira Blaine. Um, she's best known for Phoebe in Charmed. Uh, James Cosmo. I've seen him in um, Braveheart. I'm sure you've probably seen him in other movies as well. Or maybe TV shows as well. Um, Patrick Saint E. Spirit. Um, he is the captain from the TV show SWAT on CBS. Uh, he plays with the he uh, acts alongside with Shamar Moore. Uh, Navi Rawat. Uh, she played in Numbers with the guy that played Bernard in uh, the Santa Claus series. Uh, Gil Birmingham. Uh, he was uh, Jacob Black's father from Twilight series. Uh, Marin Dungey. Uh, she was one of the she was Jennifer Gardner's friend in Alias. And uh, Julie Gonzalo, she was in Freaky Friday, which is, you know, the, the mean girl. And she was also uh, in a few Hallmark movies as well. So, this is, an, like I said, this, is, this episode is all about uh, trivia and interesting facts and things like that. So I'm going to kind of, um, I have a lot of trivia here, but I think I'm just going to pick my top ones I think you guys will probably like. And then we'll, um, we'll end the episode here with a, a few takeaways here. Um, let's see. Oh, in the episode where it says, uh, Sucker Punch. Um, when Beckett discovers the bags of drugs hidden in the bus station locker, uh, she cuts one open and tastes a little bit of it to identify that as heroin. 
Now, although it's a very common thing for cops to do in the TV shows and movies that we see, um, it's actually strictly against actual police procedure to do this. Um, so aside from the rules against law enforcement officers ingesting any illegal drugs, there's also the chance that an unknown powder found during an investigation may be laced with even, with an even more dangerous or or lethal poison like anthrax, ricin, and cyanide, all that all also have white powder forms. Um, let's see. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. oh, um, so I have a little a little clip um from the pre episode previous to the sucker punches is called a rose forever after um the famous shot up and laney's laying to the corpse saying you may not see it but i do uh that is actually improvised um and also we see in about 20 minutes of the episode uh castle and becca have a conversation in the elevator about castle and kira that mirrors a conversation uh with the roles reversed as we saw in season one with beckett and will Sorensen in little girl lost so i'm going to kind of play that little small clip here and then uh we'll kind of get back to a little bit more trivia so here is that clip great anything else you tell me what don't what me castle's lost love yeah what about it girl i'm gonna smack you you work side by side every day. Not little Miss Bride shows up. Don't tell me you're not the least bit jealous. Oh, please. You've been inhaling too many autopsy fluids. Honey, just because you can't see what's going on doesn't mean everyone else doesn't see what's going on. Shut up. Mm-hmm. I see it. You may not, but I do. All right. So I thought you guys would... Uh, like that as much as I did. I think that was one of my favorite things in front of the uh, in that episode there. Um, let's see. Oh, um, I'm not sure if you guys are baseball fans, so just humor me. Um, there's a couple things uh, from the um, Suicide Squeeze episode that I wanted to share with you. So, um, the uh, Beckett is thrilled to meet um, Joe Torre, uh, or Torres. I'm sorry. Um, you know, although he was the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers when the episode was shooting, uh, he's most famous for managing the New York Yankees from 96-2007. During those 11 years, uh, the Yankees compiled a 605 winning percentage, making the playoffs just about every year. Uh, they've won uh, four World Series titles, six American League pennants, and ten American League East Division titles. Um... He himself has won American League Manager of the Year in 96 and also in 1998. Um, so the term suicide squeeze um, is a play inside of baseball. So what that means is in a close or low-scoring game, the team on offense may employ it in order to score a extra insurance run, the tying run, or the winning run. So when the base runner is on third base... The runner breaks for home plate at the pit as the pitcher delivers the ball to the catcher, while the batter squares for a sacrifice bunt. Now the play is also named because by taking off early combined with the chance that the batter might miss the bunt, the incoming runner is metaphorically committing suicide. He's likely to be tagged out at home with little to no time to stop in reverse direction, which he may also be likely to throw be thrown out uh, retreating to third. I didn't know if you guys knew that. Um, so the episode where it says boom, uh, this is Castle's most 
watched episode with 14.5 million viewers. Uh, this is part two from the episode Tick, Tick, Tick. Um, let's see. Oh, and here's the last one, guys. Um, so Castle suggests, which is, which is, this is in Lace Shaft. So Castle suggests to, to Beckett that the two of them should have a signature line, just like, um, the victim and his buddy had in their show. Uh, he then pitches two, which is she's armed, he's dangerous, and a chapter in crime solving, a new chapter in crime solving, I'm sorry. Uh, they're both promotional taglines for the show. Uh, there are two actresses that play Bobby Mann's wives, uh, and they were on separate, um, hit sitcoms back in the 90s. So, Nicole Tom, uh, she played the, the, um, Cindy Mann. Uh, she actually played Maggie in The Nanny back in 1993, which I didn't even know that. I didn't recognize her at first. And, uh, Beth Broderick, she played Barbara Mann on the show. Um, she played Aunt Zelda from Sabrina the Teenage Witch back in 1996, and it was also a young, the young John Huetes made several guest appearances as well. So guys, uh, there's a lot more trivia, but you can look at those on INDB. Uh, that's, that's where I got most of my trivia facts from, because I wanted to share those with you guys. So the key takeaways, uh, from season two is that, again, we're starting to see a little bit of tension between Kate and Richard. Um, obviously they want to admit feelings for each other, but they're afraid to, and as, and of course, as every TV show with the main characters, especially if they have a good relationship going and they want to express their feelings, they have bad timing, which is unfortunate. Um, and again, we're seeing another piece of the puzzle of, uh, Kate Beckett's mom's murder. We figured out who the person was that killed her, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Um, and obviously that everybody comes, everybody Becca comes across to sees that she is, has feelings for him, but, you know, she obviously, she doesn't want to admit that, even though she can't see it, as Lainey, uh, poured out in there as well. So guys, that is a wrap for season two overview of Castle. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining me today, uh, with, on Lounging with Lowe. Please be sure to subscribe to my podcast. And uh, like and follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram as well. Um, guys, we're going to... Um, don't miss next week as we're going to talk about Season 3 of Castle. But until next time, please enjoy the world of Richard Castle and Kate Beckett. Uh, watch Season 1 and watch Season 2 uh, to get familiarized with everything. And also, guys, um, just let's lounge together. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys.